0: Grab your wine, put your headphones on, and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.
1: Well, this show is all about sex and this week it's specifically all about Sexpo. Our conscious couples coaching Luke and Sindra are hot off the back of a fantastic weekend in Sydney where they presented at Sexpo, a sold out event they're going to be giving us all of the tea on how the weekend went. We'll also be speaking with Jasmine from Conscious Sexuality and she has been taking us through a series called The Five Pillars of Feminine Wholeness. And tonight she's going to be talking about resetting our mindset. Lastly, our favourite garden variety blokes... Mux and bart will be along for sex trivia that you didn't know you needed let's see which one of the boys is victorious tonight and you might learn a fact or two about sex that you didn't know you needed in your life that's all coming up tonight on after dark
0: ever wondered about tantra Perhaps you want to know the benefits of sperm retention. Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples invite you to explore the outer limits of your sexuality on After
1: Dark. Well, it's time for After Dark and uh, it's time to welcome back Luke and Sindra, Conscious Couples Coaching. And uh, I'm not sure if you've seen our reels, but... um, You know, we we meet on Zoom and uh, we love our intro. It's extremely funky. So we do have some choreography. And, geez, I wish I had a camera going today because (laughs) Luke has decided to also throw in a strip tease and he's currently sitting here completely shirtless. But, look, you know, who am I to judge? I mean, you know, thanks for the eye candy, Luke. I do appreciate that. I'm I'm very sad for the listeners that they can't actually see it in the flesh.
2: You're welcome. Hey, we're talking about sexpo this week. So I saw a lot of strippers on the weekends so, and I'm, I'm embodying that.
1: Right. So you've been you've been inspired. Yeah. Okay. 100%. All right, bit of warning next time, mate. Bit of warning.
3: I wasn't prepared. No. I wasn't prepared for <laughs> that.
1: It was one of your better ones. That was epic. Okay. Now, we are talking about your, Sexpo. Your turn, your turn next week, Louise. Strip show. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Thanks for the tip. I'll make sure I fake tan. <laughs> All right. Now, we are talking about Sexpo. Now, you guys, Sexpo, for those of you who don't know, was on the weekend in Sydney. It was sold out. It was the first time back after about two years. It was absolutely massive. And these guys, we only bring you absolute quality on After Dark, were... Mm on the sex ed stage and presenting at Sexpo and all weekend I was treated to these awesome reels and photos of just what an absolutely fab time you were having.
4: Do you want to tell us about the experience? Oh my yeah.
2: God, it was amazing.
4: It was a fab time, wasn't it, Luke? It was, um, yeah, from the moment you get in there, you're kind of like in this indoor nightclub for three days, just like getting <laughs> pounded by different sounds and lights and people and, noises and all the things so it's it's a very like you know indoor wonderland kind of thing like both of us have kind of landed today and, and i'm like oh i didn't get to put on like a cool outfit and do my makeup and put heels on and on stage again. like what yeah. um yeah it was really cool this time because they had the sex ed stage set up like a ted talk like with the big letters in the background
1: yeah so cool. it, was,
4: it was really cool wasn't it and um
2: yeah. and they um like not only did we speak, um, at, like have a speaking session every day, but Cindy and I kind of shared the emceeing role over the weekend as well. So we got to run around with a microphone. We're pretty much talking all weekend, if not on stage to vendors, to collaborators, to creators, um, to, you know, all of our friends that were there as well, that are in the industry too. But it was, it was super interesting. We got to, MC and basically interviews, some really interesting humans, especially there's a, um, a black porn star, black American porn star called, uh, D'Angelo Jackson, who's just put out a, um, documentary about being black in porn and both Sindra. Yeah. Sindra and I were like, you know, whatever, it's just a job, but we actually quite enjoyed, um, questioning D'Angelo, didn't we?
4: Yeah, it was really insightful. I'm not like really massively into porn. However, yeah, listening to his story and all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And he's also queer, um, that that's the porn that he does as well. So like hearing about that kind of industry, the porn industry, as opposed to like the more straight presenting porn industry. And I learned some terms. Gay for pay. I didn't know what that meant until the weekend. Please. Gay um, gay for, gay did for you? the stay. Did you?
2: Yeah, I knew about gay for pay. I know about gay for the stay. And <laughs> I knew about um, BBC, which was another term that Cindra learned, big black cock. I, I knew that. that
4: one.
1: I just don't know the no. other two. Go
4: back. Gay for pay. Gay for pay. So if you're not gay, however you want to you could wanna do porn as a you know, and just do like gay scenes, then you can be gay for pay. Right. And then Luke educated us about gay for the stage. So like if you go to prison.
1: Like- oh, I see. I get it. Okay. All right. I've learned something. That's
4: good. Yeah, so like It's so a you know, really big learnings coming out of the weekend. But I think for us, you know, being on, being on this platform and not knowing what kind of audience are in front of you, we were talking about our topic was far commissionary beyond the boring. And we were getting the audience to do like all of these really interactive things like, um, ask the person next to them for their favorite sex position and why and do some breath with us and we did some eye gazing at the end <clears> to <throat> talk about non-sexual intimacy which we have covered on here before and yeah. we got the audience to do eye gazing and like it's loud in there like there's music there's lights there's all the things and like to see especially on sunday um all these couples just turn to each other and do this eye gazing and then like at the end they were like kissing and hugging and it was Strang- actually it was a and, beautiful moment
2: and strangers as well like mm. we were sort of pairing up people from the stage could not really see the crowd very well but we knew that there was people there but if we saw somebody that was kind of like looking around we'd be like you and you get together and there was like some sex posts like some of the host staff the crew walking past and I was like whoa you too you got to get in on this too so we were sort of calling people out to get involved. And by the end of it, we we ended up extending it each time because everybody just wanted to keep connecting with each other. It was just so beautiful. And we we had some amazing conversations afterwards. Um and I got invited into the tantric temple. That was a new addiction addition to the Sydney Expo. Right. So there's an amazing human called um, Moon Rose who is a tantric practitioner, and she had a booth in Brisbane, and it's probably the most popular booth out of the entire show, wasn't it, Cinderella? Everyone was just stopping there, doing like energy orgasms and lots of tantric work, and um, she got a whole temple dedicated to tantra, and I got to take, invited over there to be the model for what was called a cock worshiping session.
1: Oh, geez, that would have been tough, Luke. <sighs> Well, needs must, eh?
2: That's a pretty great cock. So, <laughs> cool. I, des- I, I deserved it. I deserved that.
1: Excellent. All right. Okay. Yep. But
2: yeah, I basically got naked in front of like a temple full of people and had my cock worshipped. And yeah, it was super interesting.
4: He had his, he had his, he had his full pants on, but anyway, sure. <laughs> like, excited to make the story. He did get his cock out actually on Sunday. So um, our friend can't my skin. She has the bulb photos. Yes. She walked away from her stall. Uh, that We couldn't find her. Like, fuck it. So, like, we went inside of her booth and, like, my girlfriends and I got, like, booby shots and then we got a really great boomerang of Luke with his penis. I'll have to send it to you if you're open to
1: receive Oh, look, <laughs> you know. I go back to the first time that Luke and I connected on, um, on before I'd even done my first interview with him, and um, that was informative in itself. Um, so nothing surprises me from you guys. I'm sitting here, you know, interviewing Luke with no shirt on. I mean, who knows if he's got pants? I, I'm, I don't know whether I want to know.
2: So, so, do you con- so do you consent to receiving our nudes,
1: Luke? Oh, sure. I, yep. 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 I, They're good. They're yeah, good. you have it on radio, whatever. I'll look at it. I'll... Great. <laughs> All right. Never, never be ready.
4: It was a pretty amazing weekend. Like at one point we had to go do a professional photo shoot for Sexpo. So we like walked behind the main stage and it was like a full proper photo shoot, like the mark you had to stand on. It's like a, like a director. And I was just like, it's one of those moments where you just kind of go, Wow, this is actually a really big deal yeah you know like there's so much stress that goes into it like we put so much work into it our appearance but as well as like our talk and hours and hours of pre- hours and hours and hours of preparation and then to actually kind of do that like do those photos and be like legitimized yes a pretty cool moment of being like oh wow okay we're actually like you know, doing the things.
1: Yeah. Doing we, the things. Yeah. And and me. I guess that, that feedback, I mean, I know you like, you guys have a podcast and you're, um, you know, an integral part of after dark and we know that we're reaching people and we know that by the amount of listeners that we have and, and you know, that's, that's absolutely fantastic. But I guess being able to see that in real time and see the effects of what you're actually speaking about, you know, right in front of you must've been really powerful for you guys.
2: Yeah, it's made us, oh, I'm getting emotional right now. I think about it, but it made us, uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) this is how tired I am. It made us realize that we're doing important work and it was kind of like, um, you know, we've made it.
1: Yeah. Well, I never doubted that for a second, my friend. (laughs) So you know it's um it it is powerful what you what you bring to people and how you change their lives and um you know we're so grateful to have you here and Sexbo knew what they were doing when they got you guys up on the stage I tell you what
2: yeah to be honest we actually um like got to know Kevin the um, the owner of Sexbo he's the CEO of Sexbo Kevin Mack, And, um, you know, throughout the weekend, you'd always stop and check in and make sure we had everything that we needed. And, um, on the last night we would like me and Sindra and Lou were down having some cocktails to celebrate, having our own little after party. And I saw him walking past and I just sent him a message on Instagram and said, you know, thanks heaps. And he's like, Oh, where are you guys? I'll come find you. And so he left his hotel room to come down and just sit with me and Lou and Sindra and talk about just how. Bigger role he wants sex education to be in Sexpo for the rest of time. Mm. So that was also a beautiful moment over the weekend. And then it was really cool after that. All of the sex educators ended up finding each other down on Darling Harbour, and we ended up sitting around and having some wine and having some food and. (laughs) we still, were talking about our favorite way to finger people. We're Excellent. talking about, we're talking about, um, our, um, maybe we should start a business where we all sell our own bath water. Um,
4: <laughs> we had so many ideas. <laughs> it
2: was just, it was as well as being really educational. It was just a really fucking fun weekend.
1: That is awesome. You guys absolutely smashed it. I loved seeing, um, you know, all of your your socials on the weekend. Um, I'm not going to miss it for quids next year, but, um, you Mm -hmm. know, yeah, you do really make a difference. And, um, you know, we're really proud to have you on After Dark as uh, one of our main contributors. And, um, yeah, look – Sexpo next year. Don't muck around, people, because it's sold out this time. So next time you see it, uh, jump on it, get there, and listen to these two beautiful people's words of wisdom. You will not be disappointed. Luke and Sindra, thank you so much for joining us. I know how tired you are after the massive weekend you've
4: had. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
0: Want to unlock your pleasure? Jasmine invites you to push past your limiting beliefs around sex and love.
1: It's Conscious Sexuality. It is always, and pardon the pun, a pleasure to have Jasmine Carmen from Conscious Sexuality on After Dark. Always gives us something to really think about and in the last couple of months, we've been going through the five pillars of feminine wholeness, and I'm so excited to find out what today's pillar is all about. Jasmine, welcome back to After Dark as always.
3: Thanks, Louise. I'm excited to be back and sharing pillar number three today.
1: Yes, I'm excited. So I've got a lot out of the first two. Um and we can sort of talk about, so the, the first one was bait, like taking care of the basics uh, to make sure that we are taken care of and, you know, hydrated properly and eating the right things and, and you know, making sure that we're nourishing ourselves properly. And the second one was that we need to honour our hearts, um, you know, with what they're telling, where they're guiding us.
3: So what is the third pillar? The third pillar is renewing your mind. Okay. So we're going to be looking at our headspace. And we I think it's pretty common knowledge that if we haven't got our headspace sorted, being that it's calm, it's collected, you know, we're tackling things that we need to, often we can be a little bit rattled or a little bit all over the place. Mm. Um, and so this is what I love about the, the pillars in general, is it's an all-encompassing look at ourselves. Yes. So we're going for a whole body perspective with all of these pillars. Um, and so that's why we're now getting to the mind, our headspace, our, our mind, our thoughts. And if we don't take the time to renew our mind, we can end up scattered, yeah. you know, brain cluttered and all those bits and pieces that can just stop us from functioning on the level that we would prefer to be functioning on.
1: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Okay, so um, headspace. Wow, how long do we have? All right. (laughs) Um,
3: (laughs) What do we need to be looking at? Okay, so things that we're going to look at when we're – talking about renewing our mind, our headspace, we're going to be looking at things like meditation. Mm. We're going to be looking at things like affirmations. So you might think of putting like your favorite quote or something like that on your bathroom mirror, a space where you're going to return to every single day, um, time after time, because you might know that there's a certain message that your mind and your body needs to receive, whether it's about your body image, whether it's about your mental well-being, whether it's about who you are as a person. But if we can return to that same message over and over again, it's almost like a drip feed effect into our brain. Mm. And that is slowly then rewires and rewrites that story on how we perceive ourselves or um, that thought about ourselves.
1: And it's so interesting, isn't it? That I mean, you know, you don't want to go to toxic positivity either, because you know, mm-hmm. it, like just just trying to tell yourself that everything's sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops is is delusional. But mm-hmm. you know, stuff like when you when you're up against the challenge, or you're feeling scattered, or you know, your cortisol is is spiking through the roof. Working out what your end goal needs to be, and you know honoring yourself with that daily meditation and putting that thing on your mirror to remind you of, even though it might be feeling like you're going through quicksand at the moment, this is actually where you're heading, um, can really, you know, it's a real mindset shift and it, it actually does. It hacks your brain. You have to make those new neural pathways, um, you know, that aren't, you know, based in the negative and and look at, you know, the outcome that you're actually wanting. But, yeah, your brain does need to to create that pathway. So you need to be making sure that you're feeding it the right thing.
3: Yeah, that's exactly it. We've got to be feeding it the right messages. And like you said, not going into toxic positivity but being realistic, being you know, affirmative mm. into what it is that we need to be encouraging ourselves with or challenging ourselves with, you know, affirmations don't necessarily have to just be like you said, sunshine and rainbows. Affirmations can be something that might challenge ourselves mm. um, because we all have perspectives about ourselves that can be challenging. And so if we're trying to change that, then, you know, an affirmation on the bathroom mirror or or an affirmation card deck where maybe you pull a card deck every day uh, to, to receive something, you know, there are ways that we can continue to renew our mind uh, without it also being too taxing either. Yeah. Um, because that's the other thing that we often struggle with, you know, our lives are busy. Um, and often we get messages that renewing our mind is often a big event, mm. um, but it doesn't have to be a big event in my perspective. It can be a really, really, slow, sustainable way of changing how we, you know, perceive ourselves or um, how we can declutter our mind.
1: Yeah. And even particularly with the meditation, I mean, that is something that I have been, I've recently put into my routine and I do it every single day and I can actually – I can, I can notice the difference already, but mm. it, it's not like a massive, like change to my daily routine, because if we did that, um, if we, if we changed it drastically, um, our bodies can't actually cope with that. So this is literally five minutes of my day that I commit to, to do this meditation. And sometimes I might go, oh, I can go a little bit longer today and I might do a 15 minute, but just getting embedding that practice, um, you know, small incremental steps over time, it really does shift your brain.
3: That's right. Exactly. And like you said, sometimes five minutes is all it takes every single day to just give your brain that little shift that it needs. Mm. Um, and then we start to notice in the long term, these effects it's having on us and all of a sudden things that seemed harder to maybe um, slip into, become second nature or first nature, really. They become the way that we do it.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
3: um, A couple of other ways that I think are really beautiful ways to renew our mind is, you know, watching what we're intaking. So what are we putting into our brain? You know, are we... And nothing wrong with these, but you know, we're constantly just taking in some of those really trashy reality TV shows, um, which are great when we just need to switch off and unwind for a bit. But if we're constantly bringing those sort of things into our mind, it can eventually affect the way we think and perceive things, and 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 how we go about day to day. So often, it's thinking about what is it that we are putting into our mind, what is it that we're soaking in, what is our eyes taking into our headspace every day, um, and how can we switch that up a little bit to make sure we're having a bit more of a positive or neutral mindset about different areas of our life.
1: You know what? It's so interesting that you say that because I think we've discussed it and had a bit of a laugh about it that, you know, the Kardashians are my guilty pleasure and I yes. put it on at nighttime <laughs> and I fall asleep to it. But I'm in a stage in my life where I'm, I am so very conscious of what I'm putting into my mind mm-hmm. that my my own body told me that this is not the stuff that you need to be watching. So wow. I will be watching, um, you know, something about um, you know women's empowerment, or I'll be watching uh, something about um, you know how to how to heal something about myself or yep. whatever that is, and that is now what I'm consuming, you know, and it it has been again, it's a small tweak, but it's a massive shift to my to my mindset.
3: Yeah, that's it exactly. Sometimes it's that that is all it takes, just that little little uh, tweak and shift to really um, adjust how we uh, view things. And in, in talking about shifting, and if you're not going to watch, if you're going to change up your, your daily routine of your reality TV show, can I suggest something like The Principles of Pleasure or even How to Build a Sex Room on Netflix? Two great, fun shows to watch that are much better, in my opinion, than oh. The Cardassian. <laughs> L- look, loved them both, and also <laughs> sex, love, and goop. Um,
1: yeah,
3: yeah, that was
1: that was an amazing show as well. Um, you know, watching this guy burst into tears because he had a full body orgasm and he didn't know what
3: happened to him. It was just beautiful to watch. Yeah, yep, that's it. If you're wanting some more um, sex positivity in your life any of those three are going to set you on the right path.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, stay tuned for Netflix and chill with uh, Jasmine and Louise. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah look it is um what you're saying is so incredibly powerful and um and i kind of love that um and we've done this i think since day dot is that you will bring something to the table and i will go oh my god i'm in the middle of that now and this is what i'm doing (laughs) it's it's hit home yet again
3: (laughs) So right, Louise. I think this is more uh, coaching for Louise than uh, me telling other people things. <laughs> we don't plan it either.
1: I'm not saying no. <laughs> that we really don't plan it, but it just it just happens and uh, you know that's uh when when you know that you you're hanging around the right people, when you just go,
3: Yes, me too. <laughs> it's that's amazing. But it. it all aligns. That's it exactly. And and so there's some really great, amazing ways that we can renew our mind because If you have been a long-time listener, then you will know that I do always talk about things in a very sustainable, slow approach. I'm not about quick fixes. um, And so this is another beautiful way that we can create long-term, beautiful, sustainable change.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You're exactly right. Oh, Jasmine, thank you once again for your wisdom on After Dark. We absolutely love having you and can't wait to hear what the next pillar is. But in the meantime, while you're waiting, put all those things into practice because those small shifts will really create a big change in your mindset. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Louise. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's
0: After Dark with Louise Wilkinson.
1: Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, it is time to welcome back my two favourite garden variety blokes, Mux and Bart. How are you tonight, boys? Yeah, good, good. thanks, Louise. Living your best life. How are you? Now, Mux, I am very, very honoured that you're joining us tonight because apparently... Um, you're very important now, and you have won a portion of the 160 million. I can exclusively reveal.
5: Yeah, I did actually. I'm going very well. Yeah. I, I went. Uh, I um. Yeah, I went all right.
1: Are you actually serious, or was it like five bucks? Of course, he did. I'm on a yacht, <laughs> <laughs> What do you think you can hear the wind in the
0: background? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're oh. Out the lake on his <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: No, that it sort of st- that that sort of stems from um we went out the other week Bart I Bart and, I and um Bart's partner and I told them after 8:30 it was a sad day I said just jump up and go crazy and tell everyone I won the lotto that night. And you watch how many feelers come over to the
1: table. <laughs> That's a winning strategy, Mux. I'm very impressed. Just again, if you want to date Mux, you can text our text line with your credentials and a photo uh, at any time here at Newcastle In Live Radio. <laughs> no, I think they want to see yeah, you. No scrubs. Oh, they want no scrubs. No scrubs. No scrubs. No scrubs. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Alright, so we are doing once again, boys, we are doing the sex questions you never knew that you needed. So here we go. Um, what do you sounds gonna be? Ah,
5: uh, I got no way. I'll be Mux again. No, change it up. Change it's it up. I don't yeah, care. What what you, I am What are you then? Eh? Hey? What's what what a cattle <laughs> sound like? <Bah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll
5: be well, bah. I'll, I'll be Bart then.
1: Okay. So you're going to be Bart and I'm going to be Bart. <laughs> I think that might get a bit confusing. Can we go with something else? I'll go, boo. Yeah, you go milk and you go Bart. Okay, beautiful. I'm dealing with genius here. Okay, here we go. All right. No, you're nuts. One male testicle is usually different from the other, but how? A. Hey. Uh-huh. What?
5: you're a moo you, you can't you're, you know <laughs> no, you're meant to move. move no can you finish the question louise He's no, out. i already know the answer okay too go. bad
1: yeah one hangs lower than the other depending based on what uh, whether you're right handed or left-handed incorrect 100 no, um, google no. it okay d the right <laughs> testicle is bigger what
5: was it? What were the other options? Sorry, I didn't the hear it. The other him. ones Bart, were Bart. the left
1: testicle is a little hairier, the right testicle is has more wrinkles, the left testicle is bigger or the right testicle is bigger. Hold on a sec. Yeah. This is only a 10-minute segment, boys. Move. Oh,
5: oh I'm, I'm wearing Correct. too much clothing, but I thank, want to go uh, Thank the God,
1: last one. thank God it's radio people because you <laughs> don't want to see what's going on here.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: I'm scarred now. Oh, moving on. Here we go. Studies show that overall men cheat on their partners more than women do. Which male age group is more likely to cheat on their spouse? Is it A, 30 to 39, B, 40 to 49, C, 70 to 79, or D, 80 plus? Moo. Go. Was that moo or bar? It was moo. It was
5: moo. I'm going to go b. B, 40 to 49. I'm going to go, is that right? Because i will got a choice if it's not right. Yeah, what would you no, like just, to say, Max? Yeah, what would you like, Max?
1: I'm going to say A. Okay, you're both wrong. It's C, 70 to 79. Those horny old devils. <laughs> I find you watch out for, him, yeah. watch <laughs> out for him, Crystal. Watch out for him, Bart.
5: He's not far off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Ah, uh, what is the average age for people to lose their virginity? Is it A, 14.5, B, 21.2, C, 17.4 or D, 16.1? I'd just like to point uh, out here that, um, Bartley, I don't think that we can use Warners Bay High as an accurate example. As a good example.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I called first. Okay. I want to say D, was it 17.
1: It was C, 17.4 is correct. Okay.
5: I think I said D, but I meant 17. No, you said D. No, he meant
1: 17.4 is when they get the D, therefore he's correct. Right, here we go. Um, Okay. Having sex in a crowded movie theatre is called A, peep showing, B, IMAX and climax, C, buttering (laughs) the popcorn, or D, the coming attraction. <laughs> oh, just right. get. B, because I can. What was B again? I don't. Know. IMAX, IMAX, and climax, which is actually correct.
0: Oh I picked oh. Up like a
1: dirty nose. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we've all been here. Another name for staying silent during sex so that you don't wake up a roommate or your kids is called a silent film fucking. B ninja sex. <laughs> C hush puppying or D miming. But, yeah,
5: <laughs> I got say, oh, 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 it's, I got it. bar you eat. <laughs> I want to <an> instant replay. <laughs> I, I would have got. I would have. I would have liked to have gone B, but I want. For some reason, I want to go C. Okay, it is C. actually B. B.
1: It is Ninja Sex.
5: Oh well, I was ninja gonna go that, so that's uh, still lovely. That, that's doesn't count for you. You're
1: minus one. Yep. Okay. Here we go. We were talking about this before we went on air. How horny are people at weddings? On average, this many guests hook up with other guests at weddings. A, 5%, B, 40%, C, 55% or D, 20%? Ah. Yep. I'm going
5: to say 20%.
1: You are I'm correct. Gonna, and yeah. what is wrong with you?
5: <laughs> <laughs> When's the next wedding? Come are, up?
1: Yeah, it's Weddings yours, Bartley. Wastage. We've told you. Get a ring on it and get us organised. No, 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 no.
5: I went to a wedding the other week. Mux had a chance to pick up, but the other bloke wasn't into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Two single people at the wedding They're both guys uh, okay. Well I know a story What happened after the wedding That you were at Oh that look, same come wedding? On. As
1: I said Short <laughs> segment Shut up Right Men and women Voted this Their favourite sex position A missionary B69 C her on top D doggy Doggy D, D. Yeah correct <laughs> <laughs> Bit of turbo doggy to finish it off. Oh, Jesus. I didn't need that visual. (laughs) Thank you, Max. Okay. If you're invited to an orgy, I'll bite my tongue. Um, You should know it's bad manners to bring this to an event. Okay. A, a A a potato salad, B, a double-sized dildo, (laughs) C, a camera, or D, an uninvited guest.
5: But see Boom. your camera.
1: No, it's an uninvited guest. An
5: uninvited guest. Yep. Oh.
1: Yeah. Apparently that's rude. Yeah. You can't bring a date to an orgy. Who knew?
5: Yeah, that's unusual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Especially I mean, all the orgies that Mux has gone yeah. to, it's been fun. These all the ones i
0: to. <laughs> the, no
5: the ones you've been to, but they would be pissed off if you bought a woman. <laughs>
1: Okay. Uh, aren't
2: you the one that takes the tossed salad?
1: Oh, stop <laughs> it. Okay. A 2004 study found that having sex this often is the equivalent to the happiness of making 50000 more, um more a year. A, once a week. B, once a day. C, once every two weeks. Or D, once a month. Uh, Go. Once a day. No, nah, once a week. Nah. Once a week, you only have to get it done once a week to make it feel like you're fifty k richer. How do they? How, how do
5: they? How did they do that study? Who did they? Who I don't know, they, but they it was in two thousand and four.
1: If you would like to research it, Muxi, you can do that and come back to us. <laughs> All right. Okay. Two. This is the last question for this evening, boys. Okay. Two heads are typically better than one, unless you're talking about the head tucked into your pants. How many known cases of dip being born with two penises are there in the world? Boo.
5: Oh, no, you got to give me options.
1: You? <laughs> you idiot. Okay. <laughs> A, 50, B, 75, C, 100 or D, 150? Uh, A, 50. No, it's C, 100 people in the world as we speak have two penises.
5: Era. Really, that, you know, I, I remember seeing a porno years ago when I was—I <laughs> would have been teenager—and yeah. there was a dude with with two 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 on him, and he was banging a couple of chicks, and it was it was—I I thought it was fake.
1: Well, but apparently, it's a, Yeah, maybe he's one of the hundred. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so it was sort of like a documentary that you were watching, Mux, as opposed to a porno. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, that's right. It was. It was. Uh, Just trying to remember what it was called.
1: I don't think we need that information. Um, (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Well, look, boys, um, it's been uh, fun. As as always, it took us five minutes to work out what sound you were going to use for the quiz. (laughs) (laughs) But always a pleasure. Marks and Bart, my favourite garden variety blokes on this planet. You've been listening to The Ugly Truth on After Dark.
0: Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise
1: Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Thanks so much for your company once again on After Dark on this quite windy Tuesday night. Hope that you had a fabulous Halloween and that the rest of your week is freaky. My name's Louise Wilkinson. You've been listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio.
0: Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 6pm every Tuesday night. Only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.